Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom, your favorite science enthusiast. And I'm Jen, the curious researcher always looking for the latest breakthroughs in scientific research. Today, we have an incredible paper to discuss titled Precision Anti-Cancer Drug Selection via Neural. Ranking by Vishal Day and Sha Ning from The Ohio State University. That's right. Jen, this paper dives into the fascinating world of personalized cancer treatment and how we can use advanced computational models to select the most effective anti-cancer drugs for individual patients based on their unique genetic and molecular characteristics. Absolutely. Tom, personalized cancer treatment is all about understanding the complex interactions between drugs and cancer cells in different genetic and molecular contexts. To tackle this challenge, high-throughput screening has been used to generate large-scale drug response data, which provides a valuable resource for developing data-driven models. That's where neural ranking approaches come in. Unlike existing methods that primarily focus on drug response prediction using regression or classification techniques, Day and Ning propose an innovative approach that formulates drug selection and prioritization as a drug ranking problem. Exactly. In their work, they develop two neural listwise ranking methods called list one and list all. These methods leverage large-scale drug response data across multiple cell lines from diverse cancer types to accurately prioritize the most sensitive drugs for each cell line. And what's really exciting is that their results show significant improvements compared to existing baselines in terms of hit at 2-0 across test cell lines. Furthermore, their proposed methods capture informative clustering structures in learned latent spaces and capture relevant biological features. It's impressive how they utilize gene expression profiles to pre-train a stacked autoencoder framework called GeneAE for learning informative cell line embeddings. These embeddings provide transferable representations of cell lines that can improve the generalizability of downstream drug scoring and ranking models. Absolutely. Jen. And to learn informative drug embeddings. Day and Ning leverage molecular fingerprints which are discrete feature vectors representing the presence of molecular substructures in drugs. These drug embeddings selectively encode relevant structural information specific to the ranking task. The combination of these pre-trained cell line embeddings and drug embeddings forms the basis for their neural ranking methods. By using a learnable scoring function, They accurately score drugs against each cell line and optimize different ranking objectives to achieve precise drug selection. This research opens up exciting possibilities for personalized cancer treatment by improving our ability to select the most effective drugs based on individual patients' genetic and molecular characteristics. Absolutely. Tom. By leveraging advanced computational models and large-scale drug response data, we can revolutionize cancer treatment by tailoring therapies specifically to each patient. 
So if you're interested in learning more about precision anti-cancer drug selection via neural ranking, make sure to check out Vishal Day and Shining's paper. It's a fascinating read. Definitely. And stay tuned for more captivating topics and groundbreaking research on our podcast until next time. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Stay curious and keep exploring the wonders of science. Goodbye. Upbeat jingle playing in the background. Hey there, podcast listeners. You know what's worse than a regular tie? A bow tie? Nope, even worse. Uh, a clip-on tie? Oh Jen, you're way off. I'm talking about those old-fashioned ties that don't light up. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Well hold on to your socks. Because we have an explosive sponsor for today's episode, Aurora Tie Company. Explosive? You mean like fireworks on your tie? Exactly. Aurora Tie Company has revolutionized formal wear by adding an unexpected twist. They've made ties that light up like a starry night sky. Jingle intensifies. Okay, wait. So these ties just twinkle as if we're at the Oscars or something. No, no, no. These are magical illuminations fit for any occasion. When I put on my Aurora tie at our last awards ceremony, Jingle transforms into sounds of awe and wonderment. Voiceover. Enthusiastically, Tom stepped onto the red carpet and bam. The paparazzi couldn't get enough of his out-of-this-world style. Everyone was blinded by his sheer radiance. Jingle returns to upbeat tempo. Jen. Laughs. Well played. Tom. Tom. Chuckles. But seriously folks. Whether it's weddings or board meetings, stand out from the crowd with these mesmerizing neck. Adornments. Voiceover. Whispering seductively. Ladies love them too. They say it adds an extra sparkle to date night. If you know what I mean. Tom and Jen burst into laughter. Jen. Chuckles. So true. And hey fellas, don't worry about setting your tie on fire. They're completely safe and battery operated. That's right. Jen. So, if you want to turn heads and set hearts a flutter, get yourself an Aurora tie today. Jingle. Catchy and energetic. With voiceover. Aurora Tie Company. Lighting up your life, one neck at a time. Jingle fades out. And remember listeners, when it comes to fashion choices, the brighter the better. But just don't blind anyone in the process. Laughter fades out. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. In today's episode, we have an intriguing paper titled Sequential Recommendation Model for Next Purchase Prediction. This paper dives into the world of recommender systems and how they can make timely and accurate recommendations to enhance digital marketing experiences. Absolutely. Jen. Traditional recommender systems suggest items based on past purchases. But they often miss out on capturing a customer's specific needs right before a purchase. 
That's where sequential recommendation systems come into play. These systems consider the order of transactions or experiences to make more personalized than effective recommendations. And in this paper, the researchers demonstrate and rank the effectiveness of a sequential recommendation system by utilizing a dataset of over 2.7 million credit card transactions. They first apply an autoencoder on raw transaction data to generate transaction encodings and then use a GRU-based sequential model for prediction. That's fascinating. So, instead of solely relying on general preferences, this model takes into account the behavioral understanding of a user's current needs based on their transaction sequence. And according to the research findings, this sequential model achieved impressive results with a map at one metric of 47% on the out-of-sample test set. That's quite impressive indeed. But it doesn't stop there. The paper also explores the implications of embedding real-time predictions using sequential recommendation systems into Nexus, which is a scalable and low-latency digital experience architecture. It sounds like this paper covers some complex topics in an intuitive way. From Markov chain models to deep learning-based techniques like GRU and LSTM. It discusses various approaches used in sequential recommendation systems. Absolutely. Tom. The authors also address challenges such as data availability problems and scalability when implementing these models in real-world scenarios. And this is just scratching the surface of what this paper has to offer. So stay tuned. As we dive deeper into the proposed methodology, experiment results, and the high-level architecture for delivering predictions to end-users. Get ready to learn about the exciting world of sequential recommendation systems and how they can revolutionize digital marketing experiences. Stay tuned for another enlightening episode of our podcast. That's right. Jen. So grab your favorite beverage. Sit back. Relax. And let's jump into this fascinating paper. Theme music plays. You are listening to the Tom and Jen show, where complex topics become accessible and engaging. Background music playing. Welcome back to the Tom and Jen show. We have a very special sponsor for today's episode, Cosmic Horns. That's right. Tom, are you tired of blending in with the crowd? Do you want to add some intergalactic pizzazz to your life? Well then, look no further than Cosmic Horns. These magnificent accessories are gonna make you stand out like a shooting star at an alien convention. Picture this. Folks, you're walking down the street when suddenly poof two majestic cosmic horns sprout from your head. And here's the best part. These horns come in all shapes and sizes. They've got nebula twist, supernova swirls, even galaxy glitter finishes. That's not all. With every purchase of cosmic horns, you get a free interdimensional trumpet. Wait, why would aliens need trumpets? Who knows? Maybe they're really into jazz. Or they use it as a communication device. Rhythmic trumpet sound. Tom. With mock excitement. 
In fact, my co-host Jen here tried her own set of cosmic horns just last week. Jen, tell our listeners how it went. Jen, enthusiastically. Oh boy. Let me tell you guys, I wore my galactic gold horns to the grocery store and instantly became an extraterrestrial superstar. Tom, laughing. She really did. People were taking photos with her like she was an A-list celebrity from another galaxy. Sudden silence. Jen, whispering dramatically. But be careful. Tom, joining in whispering drama. Yes folks, there are rumors that wearing these cosmic accessories might attract actual aliens. Jarring spaceship sound. Both hosts gasp dramatically announcer voiceover guy. Cosmic horns. The one-stop shop for all your interstellar style needs. Disclaimer. We are not responsible for any unexpected abductions or intergalactic diplomatic incidents that occur as a result. Tom. Whispering. Could be an adventure. Jen. Whispering. It definitely will be. So get your cosmic horns today. And let's turn this planet into a star-studded extravaganza. Remember folks, use promo code O-U-T-O-F-T-H-I-S-W-O-R-L-D for 10% off your purchase of cosmic horns. That's right. Grab yours now and let the galaxy embrace your magnificent new look. Keep it cosmic. Folks, background music fades out. Tom and Jen in unison. This episode of the Tom and Jen show is brought to you by Cosmic Horns. Get yours today and accessorize like an alien superstar. Closing music. Welcome to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today. We have an interesting topic to discuss, the outcome-based evaluation of systematic review. Automation. That's right. Jen. Systematic literature reviews are a crucial part of research methodology in various fields, including medicine, social sciences, and engineering. They involve a thorough search, critical appraisal, and synthesis of existing literature on a specific research question. Absolutely. And one important step in conducting a systematic review is citation screening, where relevant publications are identified and included in the review. This process can be time-consuming and labor-intensive, leading to attempts at automating it. Exactly. But here's the problem. The current methods used to evaluate automated citation screening focus on counting the number of relevant publications included or excluded from the review. They don't consider the impact each publication might have on the final outcome of the review. And that's where this new evaluation framework comes into play. The researchers propose a methodology that takes into account the outcomes reported by each publication and their influence on the overall systematic review outcome. Right. So if an important publication gets excluded or included, it could significantly change the overall review outcome. On the other hand, excluding or including less influential studies might only have a limited impact. Precisely. The framework aims to assess the usefulness of each document beyond binary relevance by estimating 
Outcomes and weights based on meta-analysis data from Cochrane, a prominent organization for systematic reviews in medicine. To put this framework to test, they use rankings generated from systematic reviews interventions from CLEFTA 2019 shared task. Data set, they evaluate 74 runs using this new framework and compare it with traditional evaluation. Measures used in information retrieval gen. And guess what? They find that evaluating retrieval results based on outcomes leads to a different assessment of the quality of a system compared to traditional measures. This means that the impact of automated citation screening methods on the final outcome of a systematic review can be better understood using this new approach. Absolutely gen. And this new evaluation framework has the potential to improve automated literature screening methods and ensure that the conclusions of systematic reviews are accurate and unbiased. Jen. That's right Tom. It's all about understanding the importance of each publication and how it influences the overall review outcome. By considering this factor, we can prioritize retrieving crucial publications and ultimately improve the quality systematic reviews. Well said. Jen, I think this research brings valuable insights into the field of systematic review automation and highlights significance outcome-based evaluation in evaluating retrieval results. Jen, exactly, Tom. So for all our listeners out there interested in systematic reviews or information retrieval, this paper provides fascinating read with important implications for research methodology. Tom, that's all from today's episode. We hope you enjoyed diving into world outcome-based evaluation in area systematic review automation with us. Jen, thank you for listening. Remember to tune in next time for another captivating discussion on an exciting topic. Both. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Upbeat music fades in. Welcome back to the wacky world of weirdness. Our next segment is brought to you by our amazing sponsor. Eldritch Scroll Pizza Delivery. That's right. Tom. Eldritch Scroll delivers the most tantalizing and bizarre pizzas right to your doorstep. Imagine sinking your teeth into a pizza with toppings like tentacles, eyeballs, and even cosmic dust. It's like having an otherworldly feast at home. And let's not forget their famous Cthulhu combo. Four distinct types of cheese that'll drive any Lovecraftian creature crazy for a slice. Tom. Whispering. Pissed. Jen, did you know they have an exclusive deal only for our listeners? Jen, whispering, no way. What is it? Tom, excitedly, if you order within the next hour using the code WEIRDPOD, Eldritch Scroll will throw in a free side of dimensional salsa infused with forbidden knowledge. Jazzy music starts playing. Narrator, need something truly wicked to satisfy your taste buds? Look no further than Eldritch Scroll Pizza Delivery. Summon unimaginable flavors from beyond the veil and devour them in style. Abrupt echoey voice. Voiceover. 
Enter now and experience the culinary madness worthy of H.P. Lovecraft himself. Or maybe his less successful cousin who enjoyed pizza more than horrifying existential dread. Music crescendos. So what are you waiting for? Call Eldritch Scroll Pizza Delivery now at 1-800 Cthulhu Bytes. That's 1-800 Cthulhu Bytes. Jen. Enthusiastically. And don't forget to use our code WEIRDPOD for a free side of dimensional salsa infused with forbidden knowledge. Satisfaction guaranteed are your soul back. Upbeat music fades out. Alright. Folks. Let's take a break and when we come back. We'll dive into the peculiar world of talking plants. Or are they just hallucinations? Stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Podcast Jingle Plays. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm your co-host, Jen. And I'm Tom, your host today. We have an exciting topic to discuss, conversational question answering on heterogeneous sources. Now, that may sound like a mouthful. But don't worry. We're here to break it down and explain it in an intuitive way. That's right, Tom. Conversational question answering is all about having natural conversations with computer systems and asking them questions in a conversational manner. But what makes this topic even more interesting is the concept of heterogeneous sources. Exactly. Heterogeneous sources refer to different types of information sources that can be used to find answers. This can include knowledge bases, text corpora, tables, and more. So why is this important? Well, most existing conversational question answering systems rely on only one type of source. But the groundbreaking paper we're discussing today introduces a new approach that combines multiple sources into one system called Convince. And what's fascinating about Convince is how it handles these different sources throughout the pipeline. It starts with question understanding where explicit structured representations are developed for incoming questions and their context. Right. Then it moves on to evidence retrieval and scoring. Here, the system gathers relevant evidence from knowledge bases text corpora, and tables using various techniques like information retrieval models. Finally, there's the heterogeneous answering stage where a fusion in decoder model generates the final answer based on all the gathered evidence. And let's not forget about the benchmark dataset created by the authors called ConVMix. This dataset contains thousands of real user conversations with annotations like entity annotations and completed question utterances. Throughout this episode, we'll dive deeper into each stage of the Convince pipeline and explore how it improves conversational question answering. We'll also discuss the limitations of existing approaches and the future possibilities of this field. So, Get ready for an informative and entertaining episode as we explore the world of conversational question answering on heterogeneous sources. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage. And let's dive in. Indeed. 
Stay tuned as we break down complex topics into easy to understand concepts and take you on a journey through the exciting world of conversational question answering. Let's get started. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. Have you ever wanted to take your skipping game to the next level? Well, grab your spacesuits because we've got the solution for you. Introducing Zap Rope, where skipping takes a sci fi twist. That's right, folks. Zap Rope takes this classic playground activity and blasts it into outer space. Prepare for a galactic skipping adventure like no other. But how does it work? Picture this. You strap on our high-tech zapper anklets that shoot out laser beams with each jump. No more mundane skips on Earth. My friend, with zap rope, every jump sends you soaring through asteroid fields and dodging alien spaceships. And that's not all. Our patented warp speed mode allows you to skip faster than the speed of light. Trust me, Einstein would be proud. Tom, whispering, pissed. Jen, did we mention the anti-gravity boots? Jen, whispering, oh right. Well folks, not only do these amazing boots keep your feet from touching the ground, they give you an extra flare with sparkles and disco lights. Tom, jazz hands. Get ready to dazzle those aliens while boogieing through zero gravity, Jen. Excitedly. And guess what else? For a limited time offer exclusive to our listeners today. Both together. In unison. We're including an alien translator wristband absolutely free. Upbeat music intensifies. Narrator. So what are you waiting for? Join us at Zap Rope, where skipping takes a sci-fi twist. Grab your zapper anklets and experience intergalactic skipping like never before. Disclaimer. Voiceover at supersonic speed. Spacesuit not included. Skip responsibly and avoid black holes at all costs. Zap rope is not responsible for any alien encounters or abductions that may occur during use. Sound of spaceship taking off. Get your zap rope today and feel the gravitational pull of fun. That's right. Just visit zaprope.com slash podcast to order now or call the space hotline at 1800 Zap Rope. That's 1800 Zap Rope. And remember, have a skip-tacular day. Podcast theme music fades in. Closing music. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom your host. And joining me as always is the fabulous Jen. Thank you, Tom. It's great to be back and diving into another fascinating topic. And for today's episode, we have something that will pique the interest of all our language enthusiasts out there. We'll be discussing a paper titled Large Language Models or Effective Text Rankers with Pairwise. Ranking Prompting. That's right, Jen. This paper explores the fascinating world of large language models and their effectiveness in ranking text. Now, before we dive into the details of the paper, let's provide a quick overview. Absolutely. So, 
This paper addresses the challenge of ranking documents using large language models. LLMs. By directly inputting the query and candidate documents into the prompt, the authors analyze existing pointwise and listwise ranking methods and propose a new technique called pairwise ranking prompting, PRP, to improve LLM performance. And what's interesting is that previous methods have had limited success in outperforming fine-tuned baseline rankers on benchmark datasets. The authors argue that off-the-shelf LLMs don't fully understand these ranking formulations due to how they are trained. So, PRP helps reduce this burden on LLMs and achieve state-of-the-art ranking performance. Exactly. In their experiments, they use moderate-sized open-sourced LLMs and compare their results against commercial models like GPT-4. They show that PRP based on Flanol 2 model outperforms previous approaches by over 5% at NDCG at 1 on TRECDL 2020, even with a smaller model size. That's impressive. They also propose several variants of PRP to improve efficiency and show competitive results with linear complexity. This is a significant contribution especially considering the potential cost constraints and access limitations to black box commercial models. Absolutely. Tom. Overall, the authors demonstrate how large language models can be highly effective text rankers when combined with the PRP technique. It's a groundbreaking study that sheds light on the potential of LLMs in ranking tasks. And it opens up exciting possibilities for future research in this direction. All right. Jen. Shall we start exploring the details of this paper? Absolutely. Tom. In our next segment, we'll delve into the difficulties faced by LLMs in ranking tasks and why existing methods have fallen short. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Folks. We'll be right back after a short break with more insights into this fascinating paper on large language models and their effectiveness as text rankers. You don't want to miss it. Transition music. Advertisement. Closing music. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, large language models and their effectiveness as text. Rankers with pairwise ranking prompting. This is a paper that explores an interesting and practical problem in the field of natural language processing. That's right, Tom. The authors of this paper analyze the challenges faced by researchers when it comes to ranking documents using large language models, LLMs. They noticed that existing methods have struggled to outperform fine tuned baseline rankers on benchmark datasets. And that's where the concept of pairwise ranking prompting, PRP, comes into play. The authors propose using PRP as a technique to reduce the burden on LLMs when it comes to ranking tasks. It aims to improve the understanding and performance of LLMs in these tasks. Absolutely. Tom, in their experiments, They used moderate-sized open-sourced LLMs and achieved state-of-the-art ranking performance on 
standard benchmark datasets. For example, on TRECDL 2020, PRP outperformed previous approaches by over 5% at NDCG at 1. On TRECDL 2019, PRP was only inferior to a solution based on a commercial GPT-4 model, still outperforming other existing solutions. That's impressive, Jen. One interesting aspect of PRP is its support for both generation and scoring LLM APIs. It provides a way to rank documents based on their relevance to a given query using pairwise comparisons. Exactly. Tom. They also propose several variants of PRP to improve efficiency and demonstrate that even with linear complexity, competitive results can be achieved. That's definitely noteworthy. The authors highlight the benefits of PRP, including its insensitivity to input ordering and its support for both generation and scoring LLM. A plus. Overall. This paper presents a significant contribution to the field of ranking documents using large language models. It shows that PRP can be an effective technique for achieving state-of-the-art ranking performance. Absolutely. Jen. It's fascinating to see how researchers are constantly pushing the boundaries of what language models can do. And with PRP. We can expect better text ranking capabilities from these models. That's all for today's episode. Don't forget to check out the paper for more details on PRP and its experiments. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll discuss another exciting topic in the world of technology and research. Thanks for listening and until next time. Beat energetic music playing. Welcome back to We're Totally Cephalopod Ed. The world's only podcast about all things Kraken-tastic and Octo-adventurous. That's right, Tom. And today we have a super special sponsor who wants to take your underwater escapades to a whole new level. Introducing Kraken-tastic Octo-adventures. Get ready for an experience you won't soon forget. Picture this. Folks, imagine being wrapped in not one but eight strong and slimy arms of a Kraken-tastic octopus. With Kraken-tastic octo-adventures, we guarantee you'll have the wildest ride of your life. But wait, there's more. We know what you're thinking. How can I possibly communicate with my new underwater friend? Well, fear no more. Our specially trained Krakens come equipped with advanced language skills. Jen. In pretend heartwarming tone. Oh. Just imagine having deep conversations about philosophy or even getting dating advice from an octopus. Who needs humans anymore? Tom. Dreamily. Oh Jen. It truly is a brave new world under the sea. Jen. Snapping out of it. Right you are. And if that isn't enough excitement for you thrill seekers out there. SFX, suspenseful music. Tom, whispering. Deep breaths now. Brace yourselves. Gather around listeners as we introduce our newest attraction. A synchronized swimming performance by the Morse. Oh, whoops. I mean by highly skilled dolphins. Jen, 
hurriedly. Yeah, definitely not mosquitoes. These majestic dolphins will twirl and swirl alongside our friendly neighborhood krakens in stunning choreography that might leave even Broadway jealous. SFX, Dolphin Noises. Announcer, energetically. So grab your fishy friends. Strap on those oxygen tanks. And get ready for Kraken-tastic opto-adventures. Only here can you experience the thrill of a lifetime in the company of tentacled sea celebrities. SFX, energetic music fades out. Don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Absolutely. Tom, dive in deep and join us under the sea with Kraken-tastic octo-adventures. Where cephalopods rock and marine life never stops. SFX, Jingle Plays, Podcast Outro. Tom, chuckling. And remember folks, stay tuned for more Kraken-tastic episodes of We're Totally Cephalopod Ed. Thanks again to our sponsor Kraken-tastic Octo Adventures. Until next time, keep those tentacles twisting. Podcast ends.